0: you're tuning in to Change It Up The Podcast, a podcast about young people challenging the status quo. I'm Sarah, and I'm super excited to be on this journey with you. We Gen Zs have so much to offer this world. We're creative, inclusive, empathic, and tenacious, and we're not afraid to stand up for each other. Join me and a fellow Gen Z for a weekly conversation about the behind the scenes of being a young changemaker and all the things that matter to us we here to build connections and inspire positive change. So do you want to change the world with me? Take along.
1: That We're just so inspired by each other. I think when we joined as ambassadors, a lot of us had these huge dreams and really ambitious dreams that honestly a lot of us have achieved very humble, like I'm saying this in utmost humble uh, humility, but I feel like, a lot of us just learn from each other in a program and I think learning more from each other's behind the scenes, as we were speaking about in the podcast, really makes a difference.
0: everyone and welcome back to 2022. Happy new year. Happy 2022. I'm so happy to be back and to chat with you guys and connect with you guys. I think this year has been a really beautiful, a really, a really, very, really challenging and really beautiful year for all of us. And I think we have Learned so much we've grown so much not just us as a team as a community but i think everyone that i connect with everything that i come across they have just seen that 2021 has been an immense amount a year of immense amount of growth and i think that is really true for all of us and i can't really wait to dive into today's topic because If you're looking for growth and if you're looking for deep connections and you're looking to connect with people that feels authentic or that is authentic that that is really open-hearted and people that are looking to inspire each other to challenge each other and to give each other to give each other all of all they got and to be a part of a greater community I think you've come to the right place. And one of the things that our ambassadors mentioned over and over again is the feeling that they have a lot of imposter syndromes around what they do and being a change maker, being an activist and that a lot of activists can feel extremely intimidated by each other and about the work that others do. And after they've come through the program and been in the program and joined the community, they no longer feel like they or they feel like they can be themselves and they feel like they could do the work without actually feeling imposter symptoms. And I think that is absolutely amazing. And that is all that we ever wish for, that people get to really feel grounded and connected and confident with their work so that they can go out and just completely uh be the better self that they are and we're really happy that, that that's what the takeaway that people are getting and that's exactly what this episode is about because this is one of the teaming up episodes it's the behind the scenes um of our team what happens behind the scenes what is going on and this specifically episode we are i'm joined by two other team members and we're diving into the ambassador program what is what it is about if you're looking to know what it is about and how it's structured what we'll get away from it how we created it all the nuggets and crannies and, and all the little things that we did and what we have learned so far and and transitioning from from someone for being like part of the ambassadors to also joining the team and all those like goodies and stuff and and all of of like how you can apply how you what it feels like being a part of of the community about the program what you could expect from the program all of these things that and all of the information that you could be looking for in in the program is in that episode so it's an absolute must um listen and i think it's also just a good way to get the feeling and the vibe of, of our team and our community and and all this sort of like weird and, and messy and, and fun stuff that, that also happens and which is very much who we are as well and and if you're looking to and you know that already I'm thinking I probably want to join this program and I want to be a part of this community which we can't wait for you guys to be a part of then go ahead and click on the link that is below um or you can head to our website where you can go to wwwhumanity upcom and you can head to the ambassador program on our menu and then right at the bottom there is the application form or you can do the same at the link in bio on our Instagram profile as well and our Instagram is as always humanity.up we're at of course right um but this episode i can't wait for you guys to to dive into all of these little things and i just think i wanted to, to just take a moment and and be really um to be really open with you guys about all of the things that the, goes into creating these things and and you get to see who we are as as people as as team members and the dynamics and and all the things we have learned along the way and and as as one of our teammates just expresses like how she she realized that none of it is perfect and none of it is is like as as put together and as organized as you ever want it to be and the most beautiful thing is actually learning along the way and actually also learning from the mistakes that we make and over and over coming together in in trying to learn from each other trying to help each other grow in whatever way is possible and I think that's really for me personally is also what is the most beautiful and, and inspiring part about or thing about being a part of this community is is the immense amount of inclusiveness and and inspiration I get every single day from being with these people whether it's the ambassadors whether it's you guys whether it's my team members that's always the same feeling and I'm just super happy to be a part of it and get to connect with you guys so without further ado let's bring on the podcast remember that we have to record Okay. no but uh oh, wow, but we a just pop want...
2: up too i have to acknowledge that it's being recorded yes i'm learning so much i'm not often on this side oh of the yeah room because <laughs> you have
0: to see on the other side yeah of course that gives oh, you man. yeah that's funny <laughs> yeah but i just wanted like i just wanted this conversation to, to just be about like um our team and behind the scenes of the program uh the ambassador program and just giving us like Giving our listeners and our community just an insight into what's going on and, and just be a part of this like be a part of the conversation I think as well. Um I think that would just be great. And and we can just like talk and, and have fun and and do what we normally do at, at the meetings where, <laughs> where people are like, well, this is crazy, but that's also our team as well, right? um And I think I just wanted to to kick the conversation off by just like uh having you guys present yourself. So if you could start Alex by just telling us a little bit about who you are, the amazing person that you are um and, and what you do and all the things that, the little things that we know about you, but also the things that people don't know about you, which makes you you. (laughs) Well,
2: uh, hi, guys. My name is Alex Westerlund. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders of Humanity Up, uh, and I am one of those people who is, depending on how you look at me, I'm either very scatterbrained or very creative. Uh, I love doing things. I love learning things. uh, And uh, it's gotten to the point where most of my friends know that I'm going to inject random fun facts into conversations, Uh, to the point where sometimes I'll actually say, oh, fun fact, and I'll notice half of the people in the room look away and look at their phone for the next two minutes because they're like, oh, fun fact, here we go. And they just like distract themselves for a few minutes until I finish my like exciting thing, and then they go back into the conversation. Um, I live in the U.S. I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in the state of Ohio. I've been here my whole life. Uh, I love it out here. And uh, I don't know. Does that cover kind of a good introduction for me? Is there anything else you want to know about me? Perfect.
0: Yes. I was just... Asking just one question, um, maybe you could tell us a little bit of glimpse because I know it's not out there as well, but you are developing something really cool at the moment. Um, and hopefully we will see it soon. But can you tell maybe tell us a little bit about the project that you're doing right now?
2: Yeah, uh, so I'm working on a news company right now. Um, it's very exciting for me. Uh, it came up during the pandemic. I realized my dad and I developed a routine of watching the evening news together so we could stay up to date on things. And it's, it's very important in the early days. And I realized uh, most young people don't have access to a good news source. Uh, we get it through Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that, but most of that is secondhand or most of us will just read the headline and not actually click the article. And I realized there's never, there's not like a good news source for young people these days. And I come from sort of a teacher's background. That's what I do here. at met me up. And that's what I do when I'm sharing fun facts with people. Um, and so, My teaching mentality showed up and I Mm -hmm. wanted to basically, um, what I'm working on right now is creating a new uh, format of news consumption for younger audiences uh, that has an educational component. So if you hear, for example, about uh, something big happened in this city, you can actually know where that city is or if it's in a different country, what country that is. You know, it's kind of giving everything in context, which is what we did in school. We learned about things in context. We didn't just learn a random mathematical formula and then take a test on it. We learned a math formula because it helps us analyze the angle inside of a triangle, right? We learn about things for a reason. And so I think we should carry that over into the news. And that's what I'm working on.
0: Mm, Yeah. And I wanted to ask you about as well what you do in in our team, the the world that you fill out in and love the work you do.
2: Uh, so with the team, I kind of serve as director. I'm basically just the guy who runs meetings. Uh, and I, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, we've got so many cool people on this team. Um, Sarah and Pavani, you two, for example, uh, I love having you guys. Uh, and it's really, it's kind of a weird feeling to be like, okay, so we need to figure this out and get this done. And we need to do that by next week. And then next week, uh, like out of the you guys show up and you guys have like this finished product. And I mean, It's kind of a surreal thing to like see, I mean, I guess this is the first team I've worked on with you guys that like, oh my gosh, we're small, but like we're doing stuff and we deliver and it's really exciting to be a part of that. And so usually what I do is uh, I help to coordinate things. Um, I like to think of each of you guys as a musician and my job is to make sure you guys are all playing the same song. And Working together, uh, it's really cool when, you know, all of a sudden everyone is in sync, when everyone's working on different things, and then they all come together into something beautiful and big and fantastic. And that's kind of how Humanity Up works.
0: Mm, yes i i so agree i love the image that you put about like being the conductor because i think i don't know your experience power but i think especially for me as well like having all the creative ideas and and things that goes on and you're like i have so many things that i have to do and then i like, come like with all the ideas to alex and i is like just like well you have to do this now this now and this then and, and it's just like it's completely like i have all the things to just get into the right places. And I'm like, okay, I know what to do now. No next step. I know who to contact. I know like what to do. And and all that stuff just gets in, in line. I don't know if, if that's your experience as well, probably. but I think like in our team as well, it's just it makes things one so much easier. Um, and I just think it's great.
1: Yeah, Yay. I completely agree. Um, I think that honestly, our team is like the perfect balance of everything. We have yes. the creativity. we've got the structure, but then we've also got like, passion that each of us carry although unique it integrates so well and so like like you said i feel like alex just like pulls us into a balance of okay structure and now we do this and then we actually get things done
0: yes exactly and so if you're a could present pre- present yourself um and tell us a little bit about who you are and all the things that make you you
1: okay so i'm pavni aurora i'm from india I'm 17 and um, I was actually a Humanity Up ambassador before I joined the team. And I think that was one of the most pivoting moments of my life because honestly, the pandemic gave me an opportunity to be everywhere yet nowhere at the same time. And I felt like that that really pushed me into finding a community and a group of young, passionate people with um, people who want to make a change in their own ways. And I found that in Humanity Up. Uh, And it's honestly like been, it is such a big part of my life and I'm so grateful for everyone there. Uh, I grew up in Dubai and so moving from Dubai to India really showed me the differences and the ways we know how life is, the way we expect our futures to be. And that's why I'm very interested in public policy. I'm also a patty scuba diver, so I love the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit about me. Yeah,
0: and I think I definitely and honestly can say, for from from the team's point of point of view, that you have just contributed with so much of creativity, of amazing ideas, and just. Overall, just so much positive energy and and i was like just seeing you also growing um uh, from the for just like the past year has just been just an absolute pleasure to to watch you grow and, and just be a part of the team and especially for us and like you and me and cast working on on the creative side of things and and design side of things i think that just we just make a really, really great team and, and just what you contribute with has just been so much of, of all the things like for the social media side to the design side. It's just been just been like these amazing amounts of creative ideas. And um we just love having you here and it's just been such a good contributor to to the team as well um so i want to jump in
2: actually real quick so pavani you are the first and only student we've ever asked to join the ambassador or to join the humanity Up team um first of all i think that's really cool and Mm -hmm. i you definitely without a doubt fulfilled that role and have really pushed all of us even further um but going from ambassador to teacher to team member is a very big switch and i I, I faintly recall about a year ago, um, a little less than a year ago, after you'd graduated as an ambassador and we were staying in touch, and we as the team were like, all right, we need, let, we, need some more ha- we need some more help, um, let's bring Pavani on board, because she was just absolutely incredible. And then the first meeting, I don't remember what it was, but you joined about a minute or two late and we were fighting over something random, (laughs) something goofy and silly. I don't even know if it was related to humanity, but we were just fighting. And so Pavani, (laughs) Pavani, you know, a wonderful student shows up all excited to help, you know, contribute more to these kids, shows up and just sees a bunch of people fighting back and forth. And I, I remember jumping and be like, Pavani, welcome. This is probably, uh, how do I say this? Um, we are gonna we look very different behind the curtain than what you expect we're like. <laughs> and so I want to ask you, what was the change like for you going from this team that I'm hoping you looked up to to suddenly joining this dysfunctional family that somehow still produces some really cool curriculum for people?
1: I feel like we were always a dysfunctional family. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, it was a, big change and I, I i think like on a call with the ambassadors last year where we always stay in touch and i used to tell them like a lot of gossip from what we used to speak about on team calls and I, I actually know what we spoke about like what you guys are fighting about but it's too controversial to say on a podcast that a lot of people are going to hear <laughs> but <laughs>
2: that's probably why i we can't even remember
1: it. It, but like probably <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> i'll tell you guys yeah probably something weird yeah <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, behind the curtains really did reveal a lot of things that I didn't expect. Um, for example, like I thought things would, I mean, very honestly, I thought things would were much smoother and were much more um, in not organized in the sense of we're, we're not organized, but organized in the sense of, okay, things were very different to what we were given. So like the receiving and the delivery process, there were a lot of gaps that I found out as a team member And I think that I'm more so grateful that we've all grown together rather than having like different thought processes and then putting them together. We've actually like integrated something into something better for the new ambassadors. But yeah, it was a very reeling moment for me to realize that not everything is what it seems to be. And sometimes that's a good thing.
0: Mm yeah i think that's great i think also that's a great like insight for people as well going on to see what goes on behind the scenes of of winning a team because a lot of the times you see only the the product or you see only the final goals. so when people have a lot of success and and go out into the world and you see all the amazing results that they do but they don't really see the process behind the curtain and i think for us as well and for many like all of the other episodes and people that I've talked to, it's it's a lot of like learning by doing. It's a lot of just taking one step after the other and figuring out things as we go. And like, we have definitely like, I was just thinking about from, from the first ambassador program to this year, just like the amount of things that we have learned and how many things that all the feedback that we got from last year, just taking that through to this year and just going on for the next program for the next year as well. I think there's, there's all those, there's little things that you just realize along the way, which actually matters so much, um, so so in line with that, I wondered if you, Alex, could help me out here because I'm trying to think back to when we, of course, when we started things and we had the idea of sort of having people, the leaders of tomorrow meet today, but we had the idea, of course, about having a community and, and having ambassadors, but how we actually got from, from that idea into generating a program. I can't really remember how things went exactly, but maybe you can fill me out here.
2: Um, well, the short answer is a whole lot of improv, uh, yes. <laughs> duct tape, and guesswork. And that's how we built the Humanity Up program, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nah, but to dig into it, um, so um, one thing I like to think of, and this is just something that I find interesting, I guess, is we were using Zoom before it was cool. Mm. so. Um, we were hipsters in that sense. Um, the whole world learned of the word Zoom when the pandemic struck, but we'd been using that for ages before that point. And so, for us, we had created. We were in the process of building a remote program, and then um, I'm not going to use the word magically because that implies it was a good thing. But all of a sudden, the whole world locked down, and everyone was using Zoom. And so, when the whole world locked down, we had launched this program like like just as the pandemic started, uh, but it was from people who've been using Zoom for a long time. So I like to think of us as kind of like the grandfathers of remote teaching in that sense, where we already knew what we were doing. Um, But in terms of how we launched the program, uh, when we built Humanity Up, we'd built it... Uh, about, we'd launched a thing about six months before our first cohort of students came together. And at the time we were having three meetings a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it was just absolutely bonkers trying to get everything coordinated and running together and running smooth. We had 13 people on the team at the time. Uh, It was just too much. I mean, I think a third of us uh, opted out and moved to different projects within those six months. Um, And so what we did was um, we had a handful of, all, all of us on the team, we met up in a Croatian cafe and we formed this thing together um we were sitting there all of us had traveled in different places around the world some of us more than others one of our team members has traveled to over 100 countries um and we were hanging out all of us were together in this croatian cafe and we were talking to each other about like oh man like we should we, we you know we're here we are all of us inspiring people and aspiring people we want to do something big and we're sitting around this cafe like giving each other advice like oh yeah i've got a friend over here who can do that i've got you know, I know someone who's good at that. I can connect you with that. Or have you tried this? Or you should learn this skill. This is going to help you. And I realized, or we realized, we were sitting in this cafe. Like, all of us were from different countries. None of us actually lived in Croatia, uh, and we were sitting there helping each other from with advice from other countries. And we realized we were all exactly the same. Like, there was no difference between us in terms of cultures and whatever else. Like, people think the world is big, but we're all the same across this big world. And so we said, you know, let's do this for more people. Like. This is really cool. This is really inspiring. And not everyone can travel, but hopefully we can bring together people for this. And I mean, we were just a group of young adults. It's not like we could build a big program and fly people around the world to it. But we said, let's do something cool with this. Um, Let's um, bring people together. And so that's what we did. We... Um, because some, so many of us have traveled, a lot of us had different fans on social media from around the world. And so we had that advantage. And so we started to share this idea with people on our social media and people from different countries, you know, Nigeria, Guatemala, Mongolia, they were like, Oh, that sounds cool. Tell me about this humanity, something, what is this? Uh, <laughs> and we just started interviewing people. We made up this application I'll put it in big quotes here. We had an application process and an interview process, and it was really exciting Uh, And we made everything up every single day. We'd go into interviews and we would not know what questions to ask this person. We would show up and by the time we had our first class, um, we didn't really know what we were going to talk about. Uh, We would show up to class and almost make it up for the first handful of lessons. Uh, But slow and steady, we when we created a whole process, we had applications and interviews, and then we had a launch date and a website telling everybody when we were going to start and an ambassador program. And all of a sudden we realized it was summertime and we were a few months into an ambassador program with students from 20 countries all talking together in real time. Like we were hanging out in that same Croatian cafe that humanity up started it. And mm. I think that's what really got us started and how we launched it was, you know, we'd traveled enough when we wanted to push other people in the same way we were pushing each other. And, Through the power of social media and the fact that most of us had, you know, connections in different places, we had a good head start.
0: I also think uh, a lot of like the process, as I said, we came from from different backgrounds, but also had lots of different passions. So we had a lot of different topics and experiences and lessons that we could all take through. So so our program literally goes into different topics, uh, and we do discussions, and we do lessons and and trainings, whether it's in public speaking or in in sort of figuring out your passion and going from your passion to your idea and, and to your project because we have ambassadors who like have started NGOs or started different projects or organizations and and I think in, in that journey for ourselves just going through the process sort of with them as well I think that taught us a lot about what to actually put in the program because we were we were not like some sort of people who did this 10 20 years ago who had the experience for back then we were actually doing it with them in the process so it wasn't as much as a process where we we were together with them like we did in the cafe. It was just like meeting them and just expanding the room, just allowing more people to come into the conversation and realizing how many of us, how many young people can be put into the room and have a discussion about what we want the future to look like or what we want today to look like and how can we how can we lead and help each other to get to that point where we where we want to see the world and and i think a lot of that conversation we're just bringing together a lot of our lessons and learning okay how can i be the best teacher from from my experiences because i think all of us as team members has really stepped up as as teachers as well learning to to go from from being the dreamers into being the leaders whether it's in in our it's just in our uh, different fields as well. And I think that's a lot of what I see us also in this conversation and all the conversations that I've been having with like our podcasters that I did for the interviews, I just seeing like how people move from the place of, of being the dreamers into being the leaders. And I think we, we, in in that process just came so so far and and right now just seeing what we've been able to do and i don't know for you Pawani, like has you how have your process been from from seeing like the experience we talked about like how you were part of the program last year and just being a part of the team right now but but what has your fault been been like coming in and being a teacher right now and and helping us uh teach the ambassadors and and stepping up as a teacher
1: I completely agree with you when I when you said um, the idea of how we all grew together and we learned from each other's interests that it wasn't just we we have like a rigid structure. I think that's something that I think we should definitely note about humanity. Mm. We're not like we don't have expectations about anything. We love people and we adapt to people. And I think that's such a beautiful thing about us as teachers, but also as us as an organization. So we always, we, we take in people as they are and we make a family out of that. It's not that they join our family. We expand it and we make it into this lovely, like flower of leaves and petals and everything. But yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, right. I like- <laughs> Um, I was just going to say that, um, as a teacher, it was it was I had Cece as my mentor, um, and then to become a mentor to like to other students, Johannes and Ada. It's it's been a lovely experience, and I realized that just like with Google Translate and a big smile, anything is possible. And and I just I absolutely just love the fact how everyone like they're just so receptive. I don't think any, and even like a lot of students, I would say from my batch and from this batch. All, we all have our own perspectives, we all have our op- own opinions, but humanity teaches us to just, like, open-minded in a new way. A lot of people say open-minded, okay, yeah, I'm receptive of your opinion, but I feel like at, in our program, open-minded doesn't just mean, okay, I hear you, but it's also, okay, I hear you. So how can I use your problem to create a solution for my problem? And so,
0: yeah. And the thing about you said about the collaboration as well, the, the opportunity for us, not just as within the program to create collaboration between the ambassadors, but also with the ambassadors and the team. So so what we do in, in our program is that we have, of course, we have the teachings, but we actually have the mentor program. So so we have a couple of of mentees each uh, teach, uh, each team member has a couple of mentees that we that we help train in, in public speaking in in transforming sort of catalyzing their message into a condensed uh a condensed project or a condensed uh, presentation that we help people sort of becoming clear of, of their different strengths and encompassing these and and what we can do to help them sort of catapult their, themselves forward in the world and I think in that process as well also learning that we uh had a lot of things that we could learn as well in in that process that seeing that we can actually collaborate with a lot of our ambassadors and have created programs or campaigns or um different uh different projects that we do together and i think that has been really cool to to see that this is not something where where you're like usually have the teacher and then you have sort of the the students students set up we actually have more of a collaborative server where we have conversations where we are leading sort of together and and i think for for us as well as, as just being because we are a youth-led organization we're completely youth-founded and youth-led and and we do everything as young people and i think being on the floor together is something that that really makes us unique in compared to a lot of other organizations um and seeing that uh alex if you could help us also just like Talk us a little bit about through uh, sort of the structure of, of our organizational year. So like going through the program, what do we do in the different sort of calendar year, what we go through, the different steps that we go through until graduation, because and we know we love our graduation ceremony. We love having having like seeing everything for, for the envision for the future event. That's something that we, is just like the highlight for our year. But uh, there goes a lot of work into that process before it um, and a lot of fun events and a lot of teaching calls and all that stuff. So could you take us through our sort of calendar year for for the program?
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so um so let's pretend that you are a new student, right? Um and you've got this new humanity up thing. You're like, okay, this just seems kind of cool. I don't know what it is yet, uh but they have a cool website, right? And you're like, okay, let's do this. And you show up and our first class we're going to introduce everyone. And this is probably the first time you've sat in a conversation with people from 20 countries uh in real time and had someone say like oh yeah well i love Katy perry and you're like really you know like all of a sudden you start to realize like all like the like the the utter normalcy normalcy of everyone else around you and i think that's usually a good moment we just keep things simple the first day um and i don't i wouldn't say it's shocking but it probably takes your brain a few days to like adapt to that like wow that was normal uh and then after that we jump into classes really quickly um we'll have a a few presentations from the team just so people know our formula and our structure just kind of how things work but every weekend we meet on saturdays uh every weekend we'll have a class and we'll have it for uh between five and eight months and that's how long our cohort program is from start to finish and in that program we have two main types of calls um Uh, The first type is just these lesson calls. Um, And we'll have, and uh, most of these lessons are actually taught by the students, not by the teachers. Um, As I said, the teachers will teach a few lessons at the start of the year, uh, but we very, very, very quickly switch to the students. Um, And that's because the ultimate goal of this program is if you want to be a leader, our funding, our founding question is what if the leaders of tomorrow met today? Um, We're going to make sure that you know how to lead, that you know how to use your voice. And that's the main goal of the program is all of our students have to give presentations throughout the year. All of our students are going to get that public speaking experience. Uh, And then even our graduation is an even bigger public speaking event. Um, The second type of class we have are these deep dive discussion calls. Um, We will pick a big, giant, nasty global issue. Yeah, something big, crazy, like um, let's give a good one. Um, Access to education. Right.
1: Minority.
2: Minorities, yeah, there's another one. Uh, Gender equality. Um, All of those big issues. And we'll just sit down for like two hours a day, one day, and just be like, all right, so who here has personally experienced differences in, uh, for example, their treatment as a minority? Um, And we'll talk about this. And one, you'll realize that minorities uh, are different, country by country, right? Uh, And in fact, a different country might actually be the flip-flop of your country which is kind of bizarre to think about because if you, I mean, almost everybody in their country has like that one stereotypical minority. Right. And that's because of geography or migration patterns or the economy or something like that. Right. There's always like one distinct clearly defined minority in most countries. Uh, Maybe it's a religious one as well. Um, And then we'll talk about how that minority is treated. Um, We'll talk about um, the personal experiences of our ambassadors who are either part of the majority, part of the minority, or maybe they're an outsider because they've moved around. Um, and we'll really go deep into it. Um, And I mean, we've learned so many interesting things about what it is that makes you a minority and how we can work with that. And that transitions into our second call. So our deep dive discussion calls are actually two parts. The first part, we just talk about problems all day for two hours straight, all these big issues. And then the second call, we come together and we're like, okay, so how have you seen someone fix the problem? How have you seen someone improve the situation? How have you seen someone... Just achieve, you know, as I said uh, on our first class, that utter normalcy between everybody. Uh, And that's what we talk about in the second call. And we start to find these sort of core principles. And usually it's like one or two sentences uh, that can be a a guiding philosophy for someone's entire life. That if you use that principle and you apply it to your volunteer work or an organization that you might start or maybe a business or even just your regular life as you're walking down the street. Um, That simple approach that we spent hours working our brains off trying to figure out, uh, all of a sudden completely transforms our students and how they approach these problems. Uh, so those are the two types of calls we have here at Humanity Up. We have these lesson calls where our students are the teachers uh, and we work with them. We'll personally coach them all throughout the week, get them, getting them ready for the presentations. And then we have those deep dive discussion calls. Um, and then later in the year, we'll add a couple of fun things for variety. Uh, we have a famous Halloween celebration that we all do. Um, and now that our program is starting to develop and mature even more, we actually bring on some of the alumni, our past students, to uh, share some of their experiences. Um, and I think that's a really cool thing to bring on board because it adds an additional layer of depth for these students because they see each other and they're learning and they're growing. Uh, and then all of a sudden when they meet someone who could be their future self and that person's talking about like, yeah, so I was talking to uh, like the assistant, the, the, the second in charge person in my country the other day at a meeting in the country's cabinet. And uh, yeah, we we're talking about some lawmaking thing that's going to affect $700 million of money. Uh, it's a pretty cool project. And you're just like, what? Hold on a minute. Where did that come from? And I think that's a really cool thing to like, like shock yourself into the future that you want to have. Um, They say surround yourself by, you know, you are the average of the five people you're surrounded Mm -hmm. by. And so through this program, we really push that a lot.
1: If I could just add something here. Um, Like, as Alex said, we just really push each other. But I think it's also from the fact that we're just so inspired by each other. I think when we joined as ambassadors, a lot of us had these huge dreams and really ambitious dreams that honestly, a lot of us have achieved very humble, like I'm saying this in utmost humble uh, humility. But I feel like a lot of us just learn from each other in a program because it wasn't a program A lot of change makers nowadays are very intimidated by each other they're intimidated by the competitive mindset they're intimidated by the achievements and whether large scale or small scale and this is something that we always speak about is that your change doesn't have to be the most significant thing in the world it could change one person that's still a huge change and i think as as an organization and in our cohort of ambassadors What's so amazing is that each of us learn from each other's downfalls instead of our achievements and I think more, learning more from each other's behind the scenes as we were speaking about in the podcast really makes a difference
0: mm, yeah and I think also like something that we emphasize a lot is actually taking people in from from like we emphasize taking people in from all around the world so so we emphasize having different cultural backgrounds and and really is trying to celebrate those cultures and and trying to educate each other about cultural traditions and norms and in sort of the stories and narrative that that there is within those cultural um, yeah narratives as well, right? Um, and I think if the more that we that we come together in this sort of both inclusive and diverse environment, I think we have we've seen that the type of conversations that we have and, and the type of connections that we create are really, really unique because we have so many different ideas come together and so many different perspectives that this just expands our way of, of seeing the world and of, of realizing that there's so many different people out there and, and, that the more we bring out people, the more we bring in people on our project that are different from us, the, the better the solution we actually create. And I think something that is really unique for from our program as well is that we focus a lot of a lot on connection. That as you said, we didn't have like we didn't want people to be intimidated by the share results and and just the amazingness of the people that we bring on to the program because we wanted people to feel connected to each other and we do a lot of stuff that helps our ambassadors connect with each other so so like we had a last year last year's program we, we were like this call is not fulfilled without having Paul. Um, crying or tearing up or something like that. And we, we some, Usually someone tears up in, in some usually a positive way, right? And, and that's just the experience of coming on our calls, the experience that, that, that we laugh at something completely ridiculous and we talk about lots of, of stuff that... That like just normal young people do like normal random stuff that we just have conversation about, but but we also bring that conversation. So how can we in that similarities that we find between each other from young people all around the world? How can we bring that together into something that is more and beyond what we are in our organization? How can we help bring that to other people? And I think that is the for me the experience is also like the greatest contribution that we do to to the world as well being able to bring those conversations just like bring them further from from just our organization and just into the world like we see people that, that go out from our ambassador program and into creating their own organizations, they bring these ideas with them and they take these experiences with them and they start to create projects where they actually have people with the same type of of like diversity and and just being open-minded in their mindsets and and i really love seeing just how people have grown um and and sort of flourished and and bloom throughout throughout the years so, so something also I wanted to, to add on as well, what we have done this year as well and what we're going to do next year also is that we started to, to add a lot of masterclasses mm-hmm. as well into to our program. So we added um, something as part of the podcast, but also some exclusive to our program is that we take new uh people who are leading in in some field or master teachers and we bring them to the program as well to to give them their experiences and and their teachings. Um, And I was thinking because that was something that I worked a lot of of bringing those teachers into the program, but what have your guys' experience been like? taking we're we're sort of like taking a little bit more of a step back and allow the the students to teach and and some outside teachers what has your guys experience been with with that and sort of going into to making lots of new ideas and and bringing lots of new contributions to the program you can shoot us up alex
2: all right uh so uh It's been really cool seeing I I like to think of these masterclasses as an as an excellent gauge for the growth of humanity up Uh, our ambassador program has really started to grow and expand and after doing it now I mean we're finishing up our second year right now our second class of students um, we're starting to really become a much more developed organization, whereas last year. I'll put it in quotes. Our master classes were actually just us as teachers and we'd feature ourselves as special guests and we'd make a big thing out of it. And we work hard. I mean, we gave everything we had to those presentations, but uh, there are without a doubt people out there who are much more, you know, knowledgeable or expertise or credible than any of us. And so the fact that we can send a message to an actor and they're just like, yeah, sure. I'll see you guys Sunday. I'll see you guys Saturday. I'll see you guys. Yeah, this day. Yeah. uh, Can we do two weeks from now? Yeah, perfect. Fits my schedule. And you're just like, okay, uh, yeah, uh, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Um, uh, Wow, I didn't think you'd say yes. Okay, let's make this work. Like, it's a really exciting thing. Like, we're watching ourselves grow before our own eyes, and we're kind of surprising ourselves in the process. And so... Seeing more and more influential people show up to this program, I think is a great gauge and a really good eye opener. Um, it really helps us as the team view ourselves a, as a higher level. Uh, and it, I think it helps our students too picture themselves as part of a higher level of people. They can really, you know, they can be surrounded by more and more successful people, which I think is going to rub off on them and make them even more successful.
1: I completely agree with, um, what you said about us feeling better as a team um, about how we've grown and have the ability to now tell people what we've done our successes our ambassador successes and what our future plans are and what i love about it is that um, the master classes are led by the youth and they're learned by the youth and we the youth also promote the youth's power and it's it's just so amazing to see how small our trails are, and how all of us can come together to create this lovely thing. And master classes are usually led by very inspiring people. When they come on board on the calls, they're just like one of us. And again, I'm bringing up the fact that okay, we're not we're not like a rigid idea or rigid organization. We're just people who love people and who love to make change. Um, I think that we integrate that with our master classes as well. And I I would. Like, uh, say again in the most respectful way that I think the people who do the master classes also love doing the master classes solely because we're just sharing our ideas and, oh, like I know we we use the words mentor mentee master classes and teachers, but honestly it's just amazing conversations that you would otherwise exactly. not be able to have. I think also like one
0: of my absolute favorite moments of, of this year's program was was like um, moderating the the conversation with with Lily DeMora from from Never Have I Ever, and I was like seeing um, just seeing like how the investors reacted, but like definitely how like excited Godwin like god for me like that was just my absolute favorite moment because he was like he absolutely loved that show and he was so 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 excited and he was like almost speechless when when Lily popped up and we were like can you share this and that and and then we had some of the the ambassadors from last year's show up as well because they were so excited for for her to join and and i was like bro so happy that 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 we got the opportunity to talk to her but i also was so happy that we gave the opportunity for those to join and for them to have this experience and being able to, to sort of give that opportunity to someone else, because just for the sheer amount of, of what that meant for, for him and, and for them, I think that was just the absolute greatest gift. And I had so much fun and I was just like so happy watching him and how excited he got. And I was like, I think this the is biggest the problem was him.
2: he couldn't ask for an autograph.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done something like. It's just like virtual autograph. We need we need to figure something out about that yep. next year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was so much fun. What were your guys like for this year and for maybe the year before? What has your have your guys like favorite events or f- favorite things that was happening throughout the program?
1: I think for me, um, I really liked Rebecca's networking class. Oh uh, yeah, sister. Yeah, <laughs> my twin
0: sister, my amazing <laughs> twin sister. We can always go for it. Yeah, she's amazing.
1: Yeah, and um, another thing is that we integrated a new approach to the discussion calls, where we created, we make it more interactive, that half of it would be a conversation. We bounce off ideas, we bounce off challenges that we as team members perhaps overlooked or underlying assumptions that we perhaps didn't realize needed to be addressed. And um, then integrate this interactive workshop, but more so like an interactive um, it con- like a, an activity that makes them reflect upon their own uh, biases, their own challenges and their personal and mental capacities. And so I think like this new shift, I, I really love it because it really does make our ambassadors more vulnerable, but also more open to changing and realizing how much growth they have and how much p- potential they have, not just as change makers, but also as normal people.
0: Mm, and I also think a should give a lot of appreciation to you for that part of, of the program as well, because you did a lot of the work in actually through getting the program and getting the workshop more hands on and, and getting more sort of allowing people to have those fill out different forms and create like tangible projects from, from the different workshops that we did. And you did a lot of work of actually just generating that entire workshop and just leading it. And and, and just watching you was, was just an absolute pleasure for for us as well, because just seeing how much you stepped up, but also seeing how much, our ambassadors got out of it, I think it was, it's just, as you said, it's been such a, a really, really great contribution to the program and has really sort of catapult of things and amplified our program as well. So what about you, Alex? What has your favorite moments been uh, for this year or for the year before?
2: So I'm definitely going to say, um, I think my favorite parts have actually been our big discussion deep dive calls. Um. Even though eighty to ninety percent of those calls, you just like like. Why am I here? This is a waste. My head hurts. This is awful. And that's because we kind of design it that way. Like you join this call, you know it's going to be two hours. Some of our students are joining past midnight in their from where they're tuning into, and yet we're going to do this, and we just start asking questions about you know where have you experienced um, you know uh, sort of where where have you experienced being treated differently based on your gender. Right. And that's where we dive deep into a gender equality call. And after about an hour and a half, everybody's done. I mean, sometimes I'll have members on the team. They'll send me messages. They're like, this call is going nowhere. We need to wrap it up. Um, And almost every single time we have these calls uh, about an hour and a half into it, we reach absolute bottom. We reach rock bottom and the call is terrible. Uh, And then someone makes a realization. Someone says, wait a minute. Does that, that explain true? this? Some, someone's like, oh my, oh my gosh. I just, I never realized this, that this is connected to that. And all of a sudden everyone starts to like wake back up from this, like, like mind numbing slumber of like, oh my gosh, wait. And you start to see new connections form in their brain in real time. And all of a sudden we learn these new things. And I mean, I, I want to do lots of cool things in my, in the future. I have so many cool, exciting aspirations and I usually end up taking notes from those calls. I'm supposed to be like guiding them and teaching the calls, but I usually end up taking as many notes as the students, if not more. Uh, I actually keep a journal full of quotes. And some of those quotes are from students on those calls. And they're saying things like, wow, I never realized that this was that, or this was connected to that, or that was related. I mean, I think it's a truly, truly incredible thing. Um, And so for me, my favorite part in this program has definitely been those deep dive calls. Uh, even though they just get awful and they hurt your brain and you're tired of it and you're done with it, there's some sort of a breakthrough that none of us saw coming. doesn't matter how prepared I was as a teacher trying to guide the call or the students were. Uh, one of us at random figures something out and we learn something that uh, I think all of us can take with us for the rest of our lives.
0: Mm, I think we should almost do like have a entire call because I love what you you said about having like getting all the the teachings from the students we should almost do an entire call just like wrapping up the teachings that we got from from the students because when we when we look back at, at the year and, and just the sheer amount of growth that has happened for both us as a team but also for the ambassadors I think we sometimes forget how how much we grow right um, and I, I love that idea about actually bringing about the codes and and the teachings that could be so cool to to have those part of the conversation so that's something we should think about definitely um but something lastly before we sort of wrap up this conversation because it's already going too fast and and we almost don't have more time but uh but we'll definitely be back um but i was thinking about so the next year's program which when this podcast will come out we definitely have the applications going and and you guys listening in and tuning in
2: everyone apply now if you're listening to this podcast this is going to change your life if you're from any country around the world. if you live in a country in the world, you're you should apply. Like, that's it. That's that's
0: also my favorite part. Like right now, when we're like having ambassadors in so many different countries, we like literally. I can almost there's the thing that I can almost go like nowhere in the world without knowing like at least one person in in one country. I can like it's almost every country in the world, or at least like every continent in the world, and and a couple of countries on that continent. I know someone, and I can go and I can visit them, and they are locals, and I can, I can go out and, and have the the local experience, and I, I love that as well. And what I realized something that's really really cool about our team is that it's just the sheer amount of languages that we speak. Um, so, like we had a, we had one call where we were like actually counting the amount of different languages that we speak, and I was just thinking like there's almost no country in the world where we can go to where we like at least one of us don't speak the local like local country like local language or or a language like really close to it and and that was just like that's so fun um and i absolutely love that about our team and about our community as well they just feel like one like one big family as well and, and that feeling is is really close to us so so with that um, what are your guys' like hopes as well, but also things that thought about the the next program and what you're excited about for the next program? You can kick us off how many.
1: I'm just excited to be doing the interviews this time. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, I, still,
1: <laughs> I still remember my interview with um with Alex and Cece. I was so scared and like I, I left the meeting thinking, oh my god, I've like messed this up entirely, but I'm so happy. You were like, scared oh. during that? Yeah, I think I've said this so many times. It was such an intimidating meeting.
2: Let the record oh. state that she was one of the best interviews we had that year.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> and it was we so walked much away fun.
2: from that interview. And we just sent a text to the group. Yep, she's in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think, um, yeah, so a lot of the things that I've... Um, wanted to approach and implement in this year's batch, uh, the twenty twenty one batch, has been from the experiences as an ambassador, and uh, for me, I I like Sarah said that we have a couch in every not every corner, but like every part of the world <laughs> that we can sleep on whenever we need to. And I think for me, my family, from humanity up, yep, the the team and the ambassadors themselves have been so great. And so um, I'm just excited to see a new family and new community come together. And that would be three batches. And so three entirely new perspectives and three um, years of so much and so much monumental change that I'm excited for.
2: <laughs> you mentioned a couch in every corner of the world. And I think I did the math on this once. Um, we are, uh, when it comes to remote work or remote class, um, usually, even if people are tuning in remotely, we're not actually very far apart from each other. You know, remote classes are usually the students in a certain town attending the virtual version of the school in their town, right? Remote work, same thing. Um, but with us, I did the math once, and I think our students are, none of them live n- anywhere near each other. Like, not only like, we're like, we, we usually average about one student per country with uh, just a few exceptions. Um, But all of our students are really far apart. I did the math once, and I think the nearest students we have live roughly 500 miles, 800 kilometers apart from each other. That's the closest two students we have. Oh, my God. Like, if you want to talk about spread out, we're all over the world. I mean, there is zero. I mean, there's nobody who's actually close to each other. And I think that's kind of like we flipped the whole remote learning thing on its head and reversed the whole thing. And I think that's part of the magic of this program. Mm,
1: Um, By the way. And when it comes, Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I thought you were done. Sorry. No, go for it. I was saying we, we have every continent except Australia and Antarctica. So if you're from there, please apply. <laughs> please, please apply. Yeah, we need,
0: we some need someone. Here, we needed that flag on an Antarctica. We needed that flag on Antarctica. That was like our goal <laughs> right you now, guys. We need a flag to be put on Antarctica and the off flag because we want it to be present there as well.
2: Mm-hmm. If anyone has visited Antarctica, yes. uh, we might let you slide and we might, you know, Yeah, we'll call that a continent.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) 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 Oh, man. yeah, for next year's program, uh, what I'm really most excited about is uh, our first year, uh, as I said earlier in this call, uh, in this podcast, uh, we made it up. Uh, We worked very hard. Behind the scenes, it was like totally dysfunctional and you didn't know how the heck it came together. I mean, there were times where we would, our team would not talk for a whole week. And we would show up to class, and five minutes before class, I'm just I, one of us is like, "Uh, wait a minute, what are we doing today? What's our lesson <laughs> plan?" And then there's other times where we'll work so hard on a lesson, we'll delay it—not like a week, but like three, four, five weeks because it's like we're working so hard on it to make sure everything is just right. Um, and I think that was the first year. This year, like we took everything from the first year, and we had no like basis or like we didn't do a scientific study, we didn't have comparisons yet, so we just took the things we thought were good and the things we thought were bad. And we changed them. And Pavani was a great help with that because she got to see it from the other side. Um, And so we brought her on board. We worked with Pavani and we worked with our ideas. And the second year was all, there was a few experiments going on. We tried different formulas. We tried bringing back some of the same things. And some things didn't work. Some things worked better than we expected. Uh, And we tried some new things. And so this year, uh, I think every student walked away with the same or maybe even a little bit more learning, um, but I think our delivery was inconsistent because we were trying things. We were experimenting, right? Some classes, they learned more than any student learned last year. Other classes, they learned a lot less, I'm going to be honest. Uh, but our team is growing and we're getting better and better at this. And with these experiments, we now have more knowledge, more data to work with. We know what lessons are reproducible and we know what lessons maybe worked the first year and that just happened to be magical. Like everyone happened to connect In that way, and everything worked out. But the lesson as a whole might not have been a good lesson that we can reproduce regularly for our students and deliver the same value. And now that we have that, the third year is really, I mean, there's an old saying third time's the charm. And if you look at psychology research, third time is the charm when it comes to our brain the first time something happens our brain doesn't learn anything the second time our brain learns a little bit the third time brains our our psychology has the highest learning improvement after that the fourth and fifth time you still have a little bit more improvements but like the third time is the charm and that's where that saying came from so i'm really excited about next year's program because we really have things that are tried and tested now we have things that worked with two different cohorts of students and we have things that we know did not work and so we can really dial in and you know tune in next year's class and deliver. And we're actually shortening our program next year. This year, we extended the program from five months to nine, which was a lot of work and very ambitious. Um, And next year, uh, we're actually going to dial it back down. We're still working on that length, and we'll update you guys. You guys can see that on our website attached below or above or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Um, But we're actually going to be able to deliver even more value value in less time because we have a time-tested system now. We have a developed curriculum. We have... Uh, connections in dozens of countries, five continents around the world. Who can give us advice now? We have all of these things now, and so you guys are really starting to, you know, join a curriculum and less of an experiment. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to be trying new things with you guys. But I'm most excited to be able to to like be able to walk into a class and be confident that we can deliver solid value for you guys.
0: Mm, yes, and and with that said, I wanted to thank Beauhergue for for joining this conversation. Um, I loved giving people the opportunity to get a little bit behind the scenes of, of our team. And uh, I just think it's so much fun. It's always so much fun talking with you guys and the rest of our team. We always have lots of lots of fun and, and lots of weird stuff happens as well. And, and for everyone listening in, I just wanted to as well say thank you, but also just keeping the word out there. Uh, we're excited to, to see some of you, hopefully, as a part of the program and make sure to to apply and to see and to get more. So you, we have all the information. You can get information about the program um, in the show notes and and on our websites and on our social media uh, at humanityop. No, not – it's actually – is. Okay, probably help me here. It's humanity.com, <laughs> right?
2: We've joked about how dysfunctional our team is. We've been yeah. here for over... We are over two years old. And uh, we
1: were like, helping not,
2: each other, I don't know the I'm website like, either. What I don't
1: fun- know the website either. By the yeah. time this program... Like, by the time this podcast goes up, it's going to be completely different. So let's yes. not say anything. Just check the show notes. Yeah, yeah. but I was thinking think
0: about, like, our, our handle on discovery. Instagram, right? That's... that's That at
1: humanity.op, oh, right?
0: Yeah, That's Instagram, Instagram is at humanity. Yes, right? <laughs> I've made we held each other out. That's how it works here. And, and then For we those of you who are listening out. to this <laughs>
2: podcast, I'm guessing you're a podcasty person. So I'm guessing you this is not the only podcast you listen to. And I've just learned something. Anytime someone says, see the description below for this link or for this web address, I'm guessing they forgot what it is. And they're just not as honest as
0: us. for <laughs> 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 a as well, we too. Okay, so thank you guys for joining in, and uh, I'll speak to everyone soon. This episode was brought to you by Humanity. Thank you for tuning in and for being part of this amazing community. I'll see you next time.